This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Sammons might be stuck in traffic at the moment, but anyway, he'll be here from Houseworks. Today, we want to focus on the preparation for severe weather and what to do if you have home damage. That's where we are this morning with a lot of folks in Mississippi from tropical storm or depression, I guess. Gordon last night this morning. We'll talk about hiring contractors, checking insurance policies, and even when you can uh, DIY your cleanup and home damage. If you have experience with storm recovery, and a lot of us do, share your stories with us this morning. And as always, we're looking for your general home improvement projects. You can join in the conversation by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Morning, Dell. Good morning. So um, did you guys weather the storm all right last night? Oh, yes. Or this morning, uh, whatever. Didn't even know it was raining. Didn't even know it was raining. That bad, huh? I've got friends. Um, uh, we've got a lot of friends on the coast, and and some of them had a harrowing night with lots of wind and water, and some of them had uh, watch parties and whatnot. So yeah. it's just completely different experiences. But what we do know uh, from uh, from seeing all this is that you know there is some damage this morning. And so there's going to be a lot of people out there looking for contractors or maybe what's to get done, everything else. There is a lot of things to do. Um, And, uh, Dell, you spent many a years up on a roof after one of these sort of storms. What kind of damage are people looking at right now? Right now, uh, after the storm, man, you don't know what you might find. But I would say... um, it's a lot of, you know, from wind damage, those shingles blowing off, uh, trees falling, tree damage, you know, uh, water damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are the keys when you talk to your um, insurance uh, agent is damage. Sometimes if it's not worded right, they uh, won't honor a claim. It's like, man, my house is tore up. It's like damage. We're looking for damage. Yes, I have wind damage, um, storm damage, tree damage, um, flood damage. And, and those are definitely the keys. Right. The way you word it. Well, when you um, when when I remember Dale, you telling us that you know the 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 thing is to think like water, which is oh, <laughs> something yes. I've always remembered that you said. But the think like water thing really does matter. And these sort of storms, you know, the rain hits everywhere, but you might have a leak in just the odd place in the world. It doesn't mean that leak is directly above. Mm-hmm where that spot is saying your ceiling because the water may have run down from a different place. And when you're tarping your house, if you're going to use a tarp, that's definitely the case to think like water because sometimes people are just stored in the middle of the house with Mm -hmm. the tarp and just nail it on top of the shingles when the water is only going to run under there and uh, keep on going into the hole. But if you could, cover from the ridge down. From the ridge down? Overlap it just a little bit. Ah, that's okay. I see what you're saying. So if if you're on a, just the steep part, mm-hmm. then the water will go underneath the tarp. Yes, unless you. So, uh, so if you put it over the, the top shingles. just a little bit, like a lip over mm-hmm. the top, then you'll okay. Yeah, that and makes a lot sense. Of people do that, and they're like, I, "It's still leaking in my house." I'm like, "It was incorrectly tarped." 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Look, there's a lot of things that we can do during this kind of storm season here. And um, we've mentioned hiring contractors after a storm. And we've we've had shows about this before, and it really makes sense this morning. But the Better Business Bureau is always a great resource to look. And um, uh, here are some of their tips in hiring a contractor. You can check with your insurance company. Mm-hmm. They know people that they've worked with in, with in the past that they trust. Um, that that you might be able to work with. That doesn't mean that you have to use your insurance company's uh, suggestion. It just no. means that they've got someone, some folks on the books that that they believe in. A go to guy. Yeah, you can ask your policy cover. Uh, ask about your policy coverage and uh, specific f- uh, filing requirements. You can save all your receipts, including food, temporary lodging, other expenses that may be covered under your policy. So. So if you had to get out of your home because of water, save everything. Save the fact that you've got to take a uh, a receipt from the dinner you had that night. Mm-hmm. Save the receipt from the hotel. So all of those things because uh, you never know what's going to be covered in that sort of situation. And we heard uh, Mike Cheney this morning talking uh, on the air, who's the insurance commissioner for the state, and mm-hmm. he was really being serious about that, saying, remember – Homeowners insurance typically does not include flood insurance, yeah, so he that's said rising water. Yeah, rising water, uh, and and he said a, a very good way this morning when he said, "If it's falling from the sky, it's covered. If it's yeah. coming from the bottom, it's not." So isn't that amazing? Yeah, <laughs> just the wording, <laughs> right? So so there you go. All right, another thing. I know this sounds crazy, folks, and and this may be the morning to hear it, but stay calm. Yeah. Although a lot of stuff's going on, uh, things are going to be trying to get back to normal. Avoid letting your emotions get the better of you. And remember, this is a time when 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 something may be messed up in your home. You feel very vulnerable. You want it fixed now. That doesn't mean the first contractor up to your house with a clipboard gets the job. Oh no! No oh, no! Uh, you know, Dell. During the break, we were talking about uh, how this happens, and and some unscrupulous sort of uh, contractors that, especially, come into the market after a major storm. And Dell, you were telling me about this situation during a big storm. During uh, this happened, I guess, about five years ago. There was a hailstorm in Central Mississippi that just wiped out tons, hundreds, and thousands of roofs. And people were getting replaced all over the place. Well, you had an interesting thing happen to you at that time. Yeah, um, <clears throat> a lot of out-of-towners are trying to come in and buy a local company name and number. And they're, um, they're you know, running business under your name and number. So it's not really you. And, it's you know, it's like an imposter. And they pay you for that? Yeah, they'll pay you. But the thing that concerned me is the quality of service they were going to do. Are they going to do under a, your name a good job and leave the name in good standards? Because they are, they want to return the name back to you once they use it up. Right. So listen, listen to what he's saying, folks. If that was confusing to you, he said when there was a lot of damage and there were these hundreds and even thousands of roofs that needed to be replaced, people would come in from outside and ask a local contractor to use their name and number Mm -hmm. so that they could advertise their services with a local name and number so that people will feel better about using their contractors. You want to talk about some shady stuff. Yeah. That's shady. Yeah, that's that's very shady. But but thank you for letting us know because I I had no idea that kind of thing happened. Yeah, and and what happened is sometimes – if they might uh, run out of shingles, they might not ridge the backside of the house, mm-hmm. or it might be a different color, and then 
once you're discovering and trying to get back in touch with them, they're gone. Well, I can tell you, I can speak to this topic with absolute confidence Mm -hmm. because when I, and I would like to admit this to everyone listening. Okay. This is, I'm the hobby guy, right? I'm not an actual contractor. I'm just a hobby guy. Well, uh, when that, that particular storm came through the, the one with all the hail and everything, we, there were there were about fifteen signs in a yard for <laughs> contractors. Uh, hey, we can help you out. We can get your roof on everything like that. Well, we called one of them and made the mistake of calling just one of them. Mm. And instead of instead of two or three of them to talk to them and have them come out and give estimates and all that other stuff, that's what we should have done. We went with the first contractor because we were emotional. And boy, have we paid for that afterwards for years. And, and two, like if you have um, like a big, like the churches and things like that, um, bigger places, mm-hmm. commercial buildings, and yeah, houses. Be careful because I know so many churches have gotten stuck with a bad roof job, and um, the money's gone, and the contractor's uh, gone. Right. And now they have a new roof that's leaking. That's leaking. Right. Um, some of the things that, and, and, and to that, one of the things the Better Business Bureau says is start with trust. Um, look for some general contractors that you know of, that you heard of. Uh, understand that your best resource for contractors is not only things like the Better Business Bureau and Mississippi State Board of Contractors. It's also people that you trust. In other yes. words, uh, if you talk to a trusted friend who says, yeah, I used this person and it didn't come out right. You know, you kind of let that ring in your ear a little louder. Uh, but if they also say, hey, I used this person and they were great and I never had to worry about it and they were reasonably priced. Every person listening to the sound of my voice right now wants that person's number, you know, yes. because that's that's a real thing. If you can trust someone to give you uh, information about a good contractor that's a good thing. A good contractor, good mechanic, whatever. Those things are, are good to find. Word of mouth is priceless. Right. Okay, here's another one that we were just speaking of. Stay clear of door-to-door offers. These are the guys. It, it's oh, funny yeah, because knockers. when I mentioned uh, in my neighborhood all these roofs going bad and all that other stuff, there were about 15 guys walking around the neighborhood with clipboards just signing people up on contract. That's all they were doing for like two days after the storm, and they were the nicest people, folks. They sounded like they knew exactly what they were talking about, and they did. They knew exactly how to take my money from me. Get you in a contract like a phone contract. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, so that is a thing that one should look out for. Companies that come knocking with claims of leftover repair materials from a job down the street – uh, or those that do not have a permanent place of business should raise a red flag. Now, remember what Dale was saying here at the beginning of the hour, that sometimes they'll even come in and attempt to purchase a business and uh, and, and use their home. name while they're, while they're there. If workers show up claiming that your home is unsafe, have a professional inspect. Um, if you're concerned about st- structural damage, the, the issue is, folks, you really don't want to talk to any one person. You want to talk to more than one person. Get some uh, get some ideas. Uh, get some things. But I would definitely say uh, on this show we've said it many a times. Get try to get at least three quotes. Yeah, three estimates is good, and some references. Um, 
Uh, like Jeff always said, who are you working for now? Can I call them and um, the past three guys? Right. And the reason for that is that you talk to the person who is working right now, uh, if they're if they're working right now. And Jeff mentioned, so uh, the best um, the best resource to find out if you're working with a good contractor is to call the person who is currently working with that contractor yes. and actually ask them if they're having a good they're experience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that that's something that you want to look for. Okay, um, let's go ahead and take a break real quick. Do we want to do that? Yeah. We'll continue our discussion after the break with Hurricane Gordon. Not Hurricane, was it? No. Being downgraded, not causing much damage as predicted today. Uh, we're talking about preparing for the next natural disaster. If you have an experience to share or join the conversation, call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us about your general home improvement at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. And when we get back, we'll talk about, uh, you know, a little bit more of hiring the contractors. What do you think some big tips? The first tip. There we go. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fixit 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with... Delmore of Affordable Solution 601. I'm sorry, Java, I lost my place, so this is what we're doing. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. And, oh, before the break, we were talking about hiring contractors after the storm and everything. But, you know, we got a couple of emails here, and uh, I did want to mention that we've got someone on the phone. Kathleen, are you with me? Yes, I am. Okay, so what we were talking about earlier was, you know, it's unfortunate when a storm comes through and damages your personal property and someone, um, you know, kind of conned you, you know, and, and, and oh, it's... Oh, this is, this is one for the books. All right, hit me. Hired, hired a contractor. Mm-hmm. He'd done work for me before and did it fine. Mm-hmm. Well, I said, well, I'll hire this one again. Right. Shows up. We're in the bathroom. I'm standing outside. He's in. It was just sheetrock the week before, which he did. The molding, which he did. Mm-hmm. Painted. Everything was going. I thought, okay. Yeah. He had to run a line, uh, one of those flex lines, from the sink to the commode. Mm-hmm. He didn't measure right. So the first time he put the first time he put the hole in the wall, it was. Uh, up, over, and in the wrong place, and it was didn't wouldn't reach the commode. Oops. So he got the bright idea. Rather than get another hose, mm-hmm. he ran it again, cut through the baseboard that he just put up the week before. I mean, the, the yeah, three four days before, cut a hole in the baseboard, which you know kind of wavers. It has like a little curl. Mm-hmm. So he puts an discussion over that, which it doesn't lay flat, and was going to try to tell me it was done. Until I walked in and caught him with masking tape, covering up the other hole and painting over the masking tape. Whoa. I said, what the hay? He says, oh, I fixed it. I said, that's not fixed. He said, well, that's how I fixed it. Needless to oh. say, he did get canned on the spot. Wow. With masking wow. tape. Wow. I may look stupid, 
but there's something going on upstairs. I'm not going to settle for that. Well, it's 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 even worse than because fixing a hole in the wall is really easy. Meaning, meaning, if this is a contractor, <laughs> yeah, it, that's not really He's a big deal. By himself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you're and right, Kathleen. The job up to that point ran me about $700 between the sheetrock, the mm-hmm. um, molding, which I had bought the molding ahead of time because I knew which kind I wanted, and uh, putting in like a catty corner cabinet. That's another story. Right. But I thought people just need to keep an eye on their contractor. Yes. Because if they're using masking tape, Oh, After that's... the job is through, you want to know what are you using it on? Yeah, that's not a contractor. It's no, a thief. no. Yeah. All right. That's a contractor. <laughs> right. Thank you, Kathleen. We appreciate it. Uh, I've got a couple of uh, emails here. This one is, and Dale, check this out, all right? This is going to be, I think, right in your wheelhouse. Uh, Dear Fix It, I just noticed an area of buckling and cracked laminate flooring mm. near a window and sliding glass door. What type of repair person should I call to figure out the problem? Uh, Dell, I was thinking, you know, I mean, first of all, the buckling and, and cracked laminate floor is a symptom of what's happening. So what's going on here? Seems like they're getting a little water under that floor. And do you feel that would be coming from the bottom or the top? Mm, it could be either or. Uh, if they got stains in the roof. Then you know it's obviously coming from the top, but it could be coming through that that um, patio door. I'd be curious as to know you know when you know the, weather scripping and seals. Right when when does it look most? You know, I mean, does it get kind of uh, real moist when it rains, or is this like a thing in condensation? Or yeah. you know, and then they got um, the kind of uh, heavy leak. You know, like when it rains hard or a heavy rain. Or um, the soft rain, you right? Just, you got to monitor it. And this that is from, way you keep a, a date on it. This is from a lady named Meredith. I will say, Meredith, uh, just from the experience I've had with a, mm-hmm. a flooding home, by the way, um, buckling on uh, like a floor buckling laminate itself has very little uh, structural integrity. You only stand on that for so long. It's got to have a subflooring. But if the laminate is buckling, that may mean your subflooring is is mushy for some reason. Meaning, yeah, it could be a leak in the slab. Or, um, I'm leaning toward um, some water's getting through the seal of that door, mm-hmm. and it's just trickling up under there and causing that um, the buckling. I definitely feel like you should bring that piece of flooring up, and you may have to replace the flooring under that. Now, I don't mean like an entire room, but you may mm-hmm. have to cut out a piece that is rotted or molded or whatever and replace that. In cases like that, where we have stopped the water from coming in, mm-hmm. the floors have retract back. Really? In some cases, yes. Well, let me let me say this, is that, is that um, obviously replacing the floor is not the issue. It's a, a symptom. Stopping, yeah, stopping the, the... Yeah, stopping the moisture the is yes. going to be it. So. All right, um... Number two email, three issues about my roof. You ready for this one? This is John. And he says, a tall cypress tree provides shade to uh, one end of my small house, but Mm -hmm. creates mats of needles on the roof. Should I remove a tree so close to the house? Del? Hmm. That's a tough call, man. Uh, well, you know, we had a we had a person here from Structural Solutions talking about foundations one yeah, time, and he mentioned not within ten feet of your home. Yes, 
you know, no, no, no tree roots, you know, within 10 feet of your home. No trees within 10 feet of your home. And we don't listen to them. I'm no, so <laughs> no, no. Everybody plants a tree within ten feet of the home, just about. Um, <clears throat> it's it's really hard to say if you you know not ha- not showing any damage. Well, it says it's uh, uh, it creates mats of needles on the roof. Yeah, that's bad. It so anytime, the roof out. yeah, yeah, it will rot the roof. It'll make mold. But then that shade that it provides. Oh my goodness, it's hard there. Right. Now, check this out. The drip line of the roof has small debris clinging to it all around after every rain. Besides being ugly, is it a problem? Yeah, you're going to need to keep that roof kind of clean periodically. It just helps to keep everything flowing off and nothing bagging up under the shingles or rotting those shingles. Well, how, how would he do that? Probably um, a yard blower or something like that. If, if oh, yeah. okay, a blower. That's mm-hmm. good. okay. All right, so you get up on a ladder with a blower, or can if, you if get you, a good blower you, and do it from the ground? If your roof is walkable, you would definitely want to get up on top and just blow it off. Okay, but if it's too steep, then mm-hmm. you might have to. You know, you could take um, oh, a push broom or something like that and just sweep it. You right, know, take the ladder and stay on the ladder. Okay, would you ever use any sort of chemical? No, no. No, okay. No, no. All right, there are a few little patches of actual moss growing into the shingles uh, on the carport roof. Hard to remove. Could they become a real problem, and how do I get rid of them? Moth is a sign that the roof is aging, and uh, it's starting to go back to the earth materials, you know, growing that moth up there like that. Right, well, what, what, uh, what can remove it? You can... Um, I mean, you can't just, like, spray bleach on your roof, can you? It, you can, but <laughs> let me see what we use for that. Um, Is there, like, a house cleaner or something like that that would work? Really, without damaging the roof, there's really nothing you can do, you know. You so can, do you get up there and, like, peel it off? Yeah, you can sweep it off, you know, a <laughs> wire brush, a good um, hard scrub brush can really sweep it off. Yeah, but without but pulling off the grit. But you're taking layers of yeah. the roof off. Basically, it's wearing out, and it's going to be time for a new roof. That's a sign that water is getting under your shingles, and it's not getting into the house to cause structural damage yet, but your roof is rotting out. It's got cancer. Meaning it's never, it's never really getting dry if that That's mold right. is there. It's That's never right. getting dry. And, so. and if you lift up those tabs, you will see a trail of water under there. It's probably moist all the time. Okay. And then you get those little ants. It's all kind of things going on up there. It's, it's basically getting, he's getting ready for a new roof. Right. Okay. Uh, thank you very much for those. If you want to get a call in, if you want to get a uh, question answered today, we're talking about contractors and some of the things that happen after storms. You can call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Um, if you've missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Uh, and uh, with Hurricane Gordon being downgraded, moving across the state, we're looking to be prepared. Um, so remember, when we get back, we'll give you a list of documents you should keep safe during a disaster. Stay tuned. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. 
Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons got stuck in traffic. He's from Houseworks. Be back next week. If you missed any of today's program, as we mentioned, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation this morning, call 877 877- MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464. Anything, anything happened, uh, last night that was going on at your home that you might want to, uh, might want to call in and ask us about. I did want to say thank you very much to, uh, Mr. Jay White, who was here last night, late into the night with the storm, along with Ellie Banks and, uh, MPB doing its job to inform the public. So I appreciate that. All right. Uh, earlier in the show, we talked about tips when hiring a contractor after a storm. And one of the tips was being familiar with your home insurance policy. Uh, now here are some, uh, some documents, according to FEMA, that you should keep safe during a disaster. And uh, just remember this for, for later and also have a copy of it. A driver's license, birth certificates, adoption papers, social security, passport, citizenship papers, a marriage license, divorce decrees, child custody papers, current military ID, military discharge, medical and vaccination records for pets even, along with current photos and ID chip numbers in case you're separated. So there there you go. There you go. That's a lot of stuff you got to remember, but but that's something that uh, you do want to remember to keep those records safe when when these kind of things are happening. Also, uh, your insurance policies, uh, homeowners, renters, flood, earthquake, auto, life, health. What, what kind of insurance policies do you have? Do you have one that will cover, you know? Um, do you, do you have property records, real estate deeds of trust, mortgage documents, um, like a two page settlement statement, something of that nature that you can hang on to. Um, and, and if you've got registrations for vehicles that may be caught up in the same kind of, uh, uh, weather that came through last night, obviously you always want to keep your medical information close at hand. Uh, medical records, prescription information, the drug name and dosage, because if that stuff gets gone, you'll have to go back to a pharmacy to get it. Health insurance, ID cards, uh, physicians' names and numbers, power of attorney if necessary. Remember, this is if you got to leave your home. If you wanted to ask a question this morning about the thing that you're working on or any disaster that you've had, also would like to hear about any time you've worked with a contractor that it worked out really great or it didn't work out so great. You can call mm-hmm. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Now, those who woke up this morning with water on the floor, and then there mm-hmm. were some this morning, <clears throat> some of the floors that can deal with that sort of water, Dell. what are some of the floors that can handle that sort of water and then be cleaned up and it be okay? Are there any floors that can do that? Like Definitely, a ceramic, um, or? yeah, your ceramics, your um, most most tiles are, are water. Uh, it, it would have to, you know, specifically say a waterproof. Um, but if material. you leave a tile, say floor out, if you clean it up real good and leave it out to dry, it, will it be pretty much okay? You can. I've seen some tricks of the trades where um, floors can dry out mm-hmm. and and still be um, good. So what know? about wood floors? Even in certain cases, um, minimum damage, you know, you can let those dry out or humidify them. Right. And um, they'll be good. The uh, ones that I've seen, the older um, 
uh, laminate floors. And when I say that, I say laminate. I'm going to use a brand name here because I think everybody knows what I'm talking about That's when I say the brand name. No, uh, the Pergo kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, quality laminate. Yes, you know? yes, quality. Um, but you can buy some that are not necessarily name brand or something like that. But what happens when water gets on those is a lot of them are made from lesser materials. So when they get water in them, they expand. And it, yes. it can be a lot of synthetics. Yeah. So what happens is, is if water gets in between those or under them, they'll tend to expand because there's a lot of, I guess, what it's one damaged. would call particle board is what they're made yes. of. So they kind of swell. Dust and glue. Right. Dust and, and glue. And, and most of it is just a finish. So the finish may be good, but once it gets underneath to that um, glue and dust, that's it. It's damaged. It's destroyed. Right. It will come up eventually. That water almost never dries up on that. Uh, Like you said, the the dust and glue type Mm. wood. Uh, Yeah, it almost never comes out of there. But when it does, it will be misshapen, and it'll have to come out. It's damaged. It's just damaged. And obviously, um, anytime there's flood damage on on carpet, it's got to go. Now, I've seen this. um, I wouldn't recommend it for no one, but I've seen a, a case where... The installation got wet, and the guy was like, man, stack oh, on the that carpet? Insula- you know, from the ceiling. Oh. So he was like, take that installation and put it on the back. I was like, no, we got to get new insulation, man. I, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, know how to use old stuff. And Right. Excuse me, it's wet. It's going to take four to five days to dry. I mean, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to mold the mildew. Right. And we put it on the back, man, and it dried out. And he, you know, wanted to reuse it, and it was good. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Wow, really?" But you know, I'm most contractors are always going to throw away any damage and just use new stuff, right? But he was able to save like that, you know, um, one of those granddaddy cases. He was like, "No, son, well, that's let, great when you can pass it on you. to your uh, to to your customer, your client." Yeah, he, but no, he that was his. He uh, wanted that himself because I was scared of mold and mildew mm-hmm. or just uh, bad. But it dried out, and we reused that uh, insulation. I was like, wow, Papa, that was a neat trick there. All right. <laughs> Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff also that you need to hang on to. And we talked about medical information. We talked about property records and insurance policies. Um and and one of the things you also need to look for is estate planning documents, folks. If you're if you're trying to get out of the way of harm, remember wills, trust, funeral instruction instructions, power of attorney, uh, even even um, if if someone has purchased a burial plot, you know, you should take that with you. I mean, some of those things are, you know, very very old and in paper and have to be uh, dealt with. Um, so these are the things we need in our safety kit. I mean, our uh, just set to the side, to uh, pack ready to go just in case. Right. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I, or or could we just um, do a digital copy of them and have them, you know, where we could just pull them up digital, or we really have to keep the document on hand. Right. Uh, well, now here's the deal. I uh, we just got a email from a guy and and this person wants to help 
Okay. They want to help with cleanup, you know, on the Gulf Coast. There's going to be uh, yeah. cleanup to be done. And he says, I'd plan to go help those in need since this happened. However, all your cautions about those who, who would take advantage of people, I'm thinking the trip would be a waste of time. I can't do it for free, and now I'm thinking that most people would not trust anyone from outside. I do agree that there are people out there that will do the wrong thing, but that is not everyone. You could tell them both sides. Uh, let me let yeah. me say, uh, sir, absolutely. You know what? Yes. If you want to offer help and you can do that, and you and do it you are, through the agencies like FEMA or, or yeah, there there are places that you can get up with in 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 town and uh, efforts on the ground right now that are that are looking for people. And yes, we understand that people do need to get paid, and you know that's that's understandable. And contractors will be coming into the market that don't typically work the market that doesn't make them unscrupulous. Uh, it simply makes them opportunists, which is not such a bad thing. But when you go in first, um, getting paid is not the main priority. Um, you know, it's more humane. You, you're going to help someone, then you got to put your heart more in front of that. But right now, when it's time for the actual work to be done, mm-hmm. yes, that's when the bidding starts and and things like that. But one right after the storm, uh, no one's got their checkbook out. You know, it's just being good neighbors. Trying to help. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, well, yeah. And, and initially, everybody grabs a chainsaw. and Yeah. You know, so. Without asking, man, look, I'm going to cut this tree down for 100 bucks or I need. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's no exchanging money from the start. Right. That if it's, if it's just help. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, let's keep moving. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Got one from Ashley about some wood flooring. My wife and I just purchased a townhome in Nashville. And it has hardwood floors. There are a few dark spots on the wood where the previous owner's pet had apparently soiled the ground. Is there a possible fix for this, possibly refinishing the floor? Um, having dealt with Adele, I don't know if you've worked with it at all or not. I, I dealt with it in a, in a house that I bought that was built in 1960. And I can say when we had our floors redone, it was hardwood floors. So we had them come yeah. in and sand them and everything else. It's cool. As long as that pet didn't go in the same place over and over and over again, because if they did, it's saturated, and and they can sand it down till there's no wood left. It's it's saturated. So yeah, you're gonna have to just use that for a spot of character. Well, and and a rug. that's a great place for a rug. That's what <laughs> that's what we figured out. Man, a, a rug works great there. So you're gonna need some runners anyway if you do the uh, if you do those sort of floors, the hardwoods. Anyway, all right, let's keep on rolling. Number to call is 877-MP-RING. MPB-RING. That's 877. That's what happens when you say something over and over again. Hey, you know, look at you laughing at me. 877-672-7464. Let's keep going with the emails. Okay, I want to remodel, mostly just modernize my 1970s kitchen and baths. Do I need to talk to a designer or simply tell a contractor what I want? Uh, <sighs> It, wow. If it's in your budget, it's good to have a design. That's what's been said mind. on this show again and again and again is that if you've if a designer hands a plan to a contractor, oh, yeah. there's no questions. They're going to follow it to the T, but um if you do it with your contractor, you may have a lot of changes and then he may have to charge you for that time of you know cancellation and all of that every time he comes out like a lawyer yeah. every phone call and if you don't have a designer so, uh, that leaves more opportunity for you to make changes like Dell said yeah. and 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 also to design on the fly which can be disastrous 
Yes, uh, and <laughs> Bluetooth and ideas, and they getting lost. Right. And misunderstanding stick drawings. And I, I believe that in my uh, misunderstood stick drawings on yes. napkins yes. Yes, uh, that are faded. Anyway, when Jeff, was, right, yeah. <laughs> when Jeff was here last time, he said you might actually save money by hiring a designer first. You will. You will. Dell says you will. You might save money by hiring a designer first and then doing it because, you know, the designer is going to take your space and measurements into consideration. Uh, and, and, and design to your needs and wants. And understand that they're designers because they have some knowledge that you might not. So uh, that that might be a way to go. Another thing that designers understand is plumbing and electrical. Yes. Uh, you know, and if you're working with bathrooms and kitchens, you might have to end up moving those things, and that's important. So, I think it's the way to go. Get a designer and come up with a solid design. Then you're ready to um, get your contract involved. That's right. All right. Uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We'll continue our discussion after the break. With Hurricane Gordon being downgraded and moving across the state, we're looking to be prepared before the next emergency. Call us with your next. Uh, call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what your general home improvement projects are at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. When we get back, we'll look at things you can do after the storm to help bring your house back to life. Stay tuned. Welcome back. This is Fixit 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601. Mr. Jeff Sammons is out this week. He's from Houseworks, but he will join us next time around. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, we're talking about contractors' aftermath, after the storm, and even thinking about contractors before and and some of the things you need before the storm. But we've got Richard on the line in Leland, and uh, he needs help with a contractor. What's going on, Richard? Um, well, I had a contractor that I had a contract done for $47,000 for inside work and outside work. Uh-huh. And the, the contractor never finished anything. Uh, he never finished any, everything inside and never finished everything outside. Richard? Richard, did you have a contract with this contractor? Yes. A written contract? Yeah, but he made the contract up, and I signed it, and he signed it. Do you have a copy of that contract? Yes. Okay. Uh, um, I'm wondering what I should do, because I've gone to the mayor, and they sent an inspector out, and they went and talked to this contractor. uh I don't know. I don't know exactly what he said, but... Uh, I'm I'm in a bad situation here because I have to live in the house while I work on it. Right. Yeah. And uh, there. and what uh, what should be my next step? Uh, I've got some advisors that said I need to go to the board of contractors mm-hmm. and, and let them talk to this contractor. I think that's a really slick idea, man. Have you talked to the contractor yourself? Uh, well, I haven't talked to him in about two months now because he hadn't come back here. Right. Uh, so so you've not been able to convey this 
to him that you're unsatisfied with his work? Uh, well, I haven't gone to the Board of Contractors yet, but I'm getting ready to do that. Meaning, I'm asking, it has, the, has your contractor had the opportunity to fix any mistakes? Yes, he has. Oh, okay. Well, then, well, then man, the grab the phone. The local inspector has gone to him and talked to him. Oh. He runs a restaurant in the, in the area here. Well, go ahead and talk to Mississippi State Board of Contractors, and that should help you out. I'm sorry about that, Richard. These things okay. do happen. Appreciate it. All right, let's go on to uh, Mikey in Mobile. Mikey, you with us? Yes, sir, and unfortunately I've had an experience that's probably even worse than the past gentleman's called. Oh, I'm still on. working on it, um, uh, which is one of the reasons that my question is, what is your best advice? And I will probably also call Everyday Tech. Um, because Good. They're having a show on emergency tech next hour, so that should work out. Yes, sir. Um, post-storm security. And it dawned on me, um, because I'm researching security systems and things, but if they're electrically based and you've got power outages, what good is that going to do you? Well, um, a lot of them have a temporary power source um, outside uh, of the uh, main power source. Yeah, especially if it's security-based. There's no way they're going to not have a backup power source. All righty. Well, I appreciate knowing that because, like I said, I'm working on it now. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, it's it's no different than us, Mikey. We're you know we're we're prepared if if something happens and and you know we can't get power for some reason we you know we've got it's to... life you know it's like you know um, Sainted Gilder Radner used to say it's always something right right, right. all right <laughs> thanks Mikey thanks, let's go to William Bahelia and uh, putting on second floor layer what, what are we talking about here Willie. Okay, what I was asking that I got minority and rug on my kitchen floor. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to put ceramic tile on top of it. I do. I need to take all that up and put it down. There have mm-hmm. been here uh, folks here on the show before that said, "Don't worry about. Go ahead and tile down." I, me personally, I've done this before myself, and you can build up that linoleum so that you've got an extra lip in the house right there between your kitchen and your living room because you've built it up too much. I like the getting rid of it. Like scraping okay. it up? What, what do you think, Del? Well, it depends on um, how well it's put down. If it's put down pretty good, you know, that's another job. That's true. Job. I and had then, to take up some uh, linoleum that was put down in the 70s with some nuclear glue. Yeah. It was never coming up. Man. <laughs> Sometimes. And then it might come up and just um, eat the beats to piecey. Right. So, you know, it, it all depends. If it's not going to be a big trip hazard, then I would just go right over it. It's not going to be a big trip over here. It's, it's very, you know, I believe I, if I go over the top of it, it's not damaging anything. I just want to put down my, uh And then you uh, do have a good, it's not um, no holes or flaky anywhere. And it's good, it's no. laying down all the way. Right. Okay, yeah, that's a good substance. Mm-hmm. And and uh, you may, if you, if, if you want to, uh, you may want to go ahead and get a little extra, um, the transitions. Yeah. You know, a little little deeper transition. You might want to look at that to, to cover the distance of the linoleum. Okay. So, all right. Sorry, that's a hard mm-hmm. word for me to say. So. All right. All right. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Hey, Java, are we still doing a thing at 10 o'clock? There you go. 
Yes, we are. Okay, so the uh, uh, we're going to be having a message from is it Mima or the governor? Somebody like that. It's yeah, all of the above. Right. <laughs> are going to be on. Are going to be on at ten o'clock. There's going to be a statement uh, from our representatives, and uh, you might want to be listening. And soon after that is going to be Everyday Tech, and they're covering emergency tech today, which should be really interesting. If you've got something going on in your house that you that uh, happened during the storm, anything of that nature, please give us a call at eight seven seven. MPB ring. Remember, there's going to be a lot of contractors around in the next couple of weeks. Be very careful. And yeah. I want, can I, if I could jump in a little bit, because yeah, I, sure. I peeped, the, I looked at the email that mm-hmm. uh, yeah. uh, the guy sent talking about he wanted to go help. I mm-hmm. don't know if he was a contractor or, you know, a lone individual mm-hmm. who wanted to go out and uh, and help and it wasn't going to be for free. But I'm, I'm of the mind of what Dale said mm-hmm. is when you're uh, the initial going down uh going down to you know a storm uh area is to help you know you don't it's nobody, like red cross land nobody has the yeah. checkbook out yeah but right. i'm after, going to get rich yeah no. the second <laughs> but the second wave people understand you got to be put back together and that you know that cost and that's why you have things such as insurance and stuff like that right and uh and it's all about how you present yourself we gave a yes. couple tips about people being i guess unscrupulous but you right. know if you if you present yourself well even if you are from out of town Jeff, who's uh, absent, has said this. You know, people come from Texas and they come help on the Gulf Coast when there's a storm or something. Right. And, and we need the labor. And, so, they're, yeah. and, and they're quality people. Right. So, you know, it's all about you doing your due diligence uh, as the homeowner. Right. You know. Yes. And I think as the homeowner, the thing you should be doing is making sure to hire the correct general contractor. Uh, now, who who he or she hires for their subcontractors is their business. I still believe in being hands-on. Um, mm-hmm. You should be there every day because this is your house, and you need to trust them, but act like you don't. Act like you don't trust them. I like yeah. that. That's a, And that way they, they got the chance to prove themselves and, and give them a the chance a to make things job. good. Make yeah. make things good. If if you're dissatisfied with something, always bring it to their attention. Stop them right away and make sure that they have a chance to correct it. And the key is, once you have spent your money, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's hard. You know, it's it's hard to get it back. But if you are satisfied and then you pay, it seems like everybody's happy. Right. And it, and the contractor would prefer to know about a problem before they go ahead and do the finishing work on something yes. because then they got to tear all that up use all that time and come back and throw it out, which is money. Do so. a day-to-day inspection. Once they leave, check everything. So the next morning you already have your list ready. You got your coffee. Hey, look, I'm not satisfied with this. I don't like this. They're like, wow, we got an inspector on the job. Right. And it makes them better in the end. All right. In the last minute, I'm going to give you some quick little things to do as you um, as the storm is away. All right. Look for any signs of damage to your roof. Uh, it takes the punishing. It takes the hits from these storms. So uh, signs of broken or missing shingles on your roof, torn shingles, missing ridge shingles, loose flashing, anything like that. Uh, do inspect if you're actually if you're in Mississippi this morning because it, it came straight through us, basically. Um, go ahead and look at your roof today when you get home from work and see if there's anything going on. Uh, also, check your attic for signs of leakage. If you get up there and you look around, obviously uh, on the boards there, you'll see if there's water. A lot of times it will have made the wood darker wherever it's leaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do get up there and look around and see if there's there will be moisture up there here and there. But you're looking for leaks. You know, you're looking for water moving 
Yes. And when it's raining, you can go in the attic also and do the uh, the ear test. Just listen. Right. Also, those drips. when you get home today, check out your house and look for wind damage, look for rain damage, look for trees falling, everything else. Go ahead and figure it out now. You don't want to uh, miss your opportunity. All right. Number to call. No. We're done, aren't we? All right. Let's do that. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions of listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Del Moore and Jeff Sammons, uh, be listening next hour. Remember, we're going to go and talk to the folks from our local government here to tell us what's going on with the tropical storm. And then emergency tech on everyday tech right after that. Emergency tech? That's right. <laughs> emergency tech. Thanks a lot. Uh, Join us next Wednesday at 9, Fix It 101 on MPV Think Radio.